0: Hello beautiful souls, welcome to the very first episode of Spirituality with Kayun. For this first episode, I want to introduce myself and share with you the story on how I began my spiritual journey. I was born and raised in New York City and like most Asian kids, I studied finance and accountancy kind of just blindly following the advice and footsteps of my parents and my elders. Then after that, I entered the corporate world. And that became my life for the next couple of years after my undergraduate degree. Just working a 9-to-5 job in the hedge fund world, usually staying way past 5 p.m. At the same time, I was completing my master's degree and climbing up that corporate ladder. Apart from school and work, I would frequently travel around the world with my girlfriends, my significant other at that time, my cousins, and my family. Weeknights and weekends would be lots of late night partying. Thirsty Thursdays happy hour, Sunday free flow champagne brunches, fine dining at Michelin restaurants, weekend getaways to the Hamptons or the Poconos, shopping, shopping on Fifth Ave or Soho, literally a few times a week for all the latest it items, trying to catch Oh, the Broadway shows and the plays and the Cirque du Soleil's in Times Square. And after my breakup from a long-term relationship, I put myself back out in the market and started dating one guy after another. Basically, everything that I was doing was what I now know to be called living in this Maya world or material world. So maya means illusion, or that which is not in Sanskrit. You'll probably hear me use Sanskrit quite often. It is the oldest language and the language of the angels. If you're a yoga practitioner, all the poses you do, the asanas, like adho mukha downward facing dog, or Bhujangasana, cobra, or Shavasana, corpse pose. All these names are in Sanskrit. So going back to Maya, everything that I was doing or chasing for was actually just an illusion. Now I know this may sound a little crazy, especially if you're hearing it for the very first time, but Let me explain. It was an illusion because all the things I was going after, whether it was possessions, titles, relationships, fame, wealth, everything. Everything was, still is, and always will be temporary, impermanent, and fleeting. All things in material world, are constantly changing and my happiness was dependent on all these beautiful things that weren't actually real and since they were not real, real everlasting eternal happiness could not be attained from them. Happy moments were short-lived. I was pretty much stuck on a hamster wheel chasing from one thing to another and then to another. I was searching for happiness, but I was never actually happy because the moment I attained it, my monkey mind wanted the next new thing. My monkey mind wanted something more. My monkey mind wanted something better. It didn't take me that many years to start asking myself what I was actually doing with my life. What was I chasing for? Or if this was what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. I started realizing that I was spending all my energy, time, and money doing things for my ego, satisfying other people, or meeting the expectations of my family, my friends, and society. This reminds me of something Tyler Durden said in The Fight Club. We buy things we don't need, with money we don't have, to impress people we don't like. Can we all kind of relate? So more and more, I was feeling lost, confused, and I needed to seek for help. I was going through quarter-life crisis, identity crisis. Now I would call it existential crisis. I didn't know what I was doing in life. I didn't know why I was here. I didn't know who I really was. And though I have more clarity now, this is still something I contemplate on every day. Who am I? Who am I really? I've learned now that what I was going through is something called spiritual stress, and it's often overlooked. We know what physical and mental stress does to us, but I'm sure many of us don't have a clue what spiritual stress is or that it even exists. Well, it comes from the underlying existential questions that are hidden within, without any answers. At that time, these questions created in me a lot of anxiety and discontentment. I'm sure some of you might understand. Perhaps you've gone through this stage before, or maybe you are experiencing it right now. Spiritual stress raise questions such as, what is the meaning of life and what is the reason of our existence? These are questions that we won't be able to find answers from in the outside world. We won't be able to find answers from our friends or family, not from school, not from work, but rather, we need to turn ourselves inward and search within. Luckily for me, I was practicing yoga for a while already. For over a decade, though, it was more of a physical practice. However, deep inside, I knew. I knew there had to be something more. Anytime I had issues in Maya, in the material world, I would always, always, always return to my mat. It was a way to feel grounded once again. It was always so comforting. And each time I was able to reconnect with my inner self, I found peace and calmness within, regardless of what was happening in the external world. My practice eventually led me to spirituality and that's how I embarked on this beautiful sacred journey. Yoga may seem like an exercise for most people today, but in truth, it is a sarna, which means spiritual practice, again in Sanskrit. Regular sadhana removes our impurities and clears the mind. When we have more clarity, we find answers to our existential questions. We start to understand who we really are, why we are here, and more importantly, we reconnect with something beyond ourselves. Some people who may have a particular faith would believe that this something higher is God. It could also be the spirit or the truth or the source of all that is. And all these things are outside of us. Other people may feel this higher energy is something inside of us. Or perhaps God dwells within all of us and within all living beings. Some others may believe that it's a combination of both, external and internal. Spirituality teaches us to look beyond the surface of things and trust the process of how our lives unfold. This can be particularly useful when our lives become challenging and stressful. With this practice, we understand that everything happens for a reason and we know that we are supported and held in times of difficulty. Part of the reason why people get depressed is that they're looking for some kind of explanation as to why these things are happening to them. But sometimes the wisdom of why is only revealed later. So a spiritual outlook helps greatly during tough times as it can increase our patience while allowing us to stay trusting and grateful in this higher loving force in the universe. Well, there are many ways that we can tap into our own spirituality. For me, I love meditation, breath work, chanting mantras, spending time in nature, earthing, yoga asana practice, praying to the divine, performing selfless services, studying scriptures, energy work, and just so much more. Taking time out to attend a spiritual retreat is one of the best ways to reconnect with your inner self. I actually hold sadhana retreats a few times a year and I have one coming up next month in Hong Kong. Other ways of practicing is starting a gratitude journal and recording what went well or three good things that happened throughout the day. This can be a great reminder of what is most important to us and what brings us the greatest happiness. Another one I love is mindfulness. By becoming more mindful, we are more aware and appreciative of the present. The practice of mindfulness encourages us to be less judgmental, both of ourselves and others, and focus more on the present moment rather than dwelling over the past or worrying too much about the future. I personally love mindful breathing as taught by Thich Nhat Hanh, who was a Zen master and the father of mindfulness. You can try this simple technique. Just mentally repeat to yourself as you breathe. Breathing in, I know I am breathing in. Breathing out, I know that I am breathing out. After a few moments, notice if you experience more peace, and calmness. Remember everyone can practice spirituality. There's often this misconception that we can't. Some people think that spirituality drives us away from the world but in truth spiritual life leads us deeper into it. We often think that we are human beings having a spiritual experience. But actually, we are spiritual beings having a human experience right now. Generally, when one comes on to this spiritual path, feelings of contentment, gratitude, acceptance, joy, peace, and bliss comes naturally. For me, my spiritual practice completely changed my life. If you knew me back then, you would probably not recognize me today. I'm really looking forward to share with you my experience with spiritual awakening in the following episode. Namaste, everyone. Just in case you're hearing this for the first time, it means the divine lights within me honors the divine lights within you.